Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi everybody, Russ from My Hammers 11. I hope you're all safe and well. If you're new to the channel, please consider subscribing, hitting that bell icon, and uh, making sure you're made aware of any time I put new content on. The wife hasn't given me a right hook, it's just a sty in my eye, so don't worry. Don't worry, I don't want you phoning Childline. I'm not Childline, but you know. <laughs> domestic abuse i'm not i am i'm not being abused it's uh it's just a sty so uh we'll survive we we fight on um we've got loads of great guests coming particularly obviously no we've got no football now we've had this sort of all this deluge of games and now we've got nothing until mid-september so uh, we'll be keeping your football fix going loads of fan stories player stories stuff like that loads of great guests including today's guest you see him on twitter he's jack himself on twitter um i it's it's Jack. Hey, there, man. How, how's things with you, man? Yeah, good. Yeah, really good, mate. Yeah. Yeah, not bad, thank you. Not bad at all. You know, now we can breathe a sigh of relief that oh, we'd have to worry about seeing West Ham play for at least six weeks. <sighs> and breathe. <laughs> and breathe. <laughs> and I, I was, although personally, I was really gutted that Villa went, stayed up instead of Bournemouth. I know what. I, I quite like them. I'm glad. Do you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I just. Like I don't know. I just think it's the whole Jack Grealish, John Terry thing. I just don't oh, yeah, like him. Yeah, but I didn't like any of them. I mean, not, no one likes Bournemouth because of Callum Wilson. No <laughs> one likes Watford because of Troy Deeney. And no one likes uh, Villa because of Grealish. So it was, like, it was like the best of a bad bunch, really. But uh, <laughs> at least we managed to do all right. You know, you know, at the end of the day, the boys, when it matters, always seem to turn it on, which is good. Um, and and yeah, we can look, hopefully look forward to to next season, as you know, wherever that may be. But I think um, no, I'm I'm quietly confident for next season. I think, but I say it every year. I say it every yeah, year, and and, and West Ham they get you, they get you that little bit of optimism. They drag it away in the first three weeks. Yeah, I think you'll <laughs> yeah, I know. How is how's this sort of weird lockdowny, uh, you know, pandemic sort of been treating you basically man how are you surviving don't know what surprisingly well um yeah. i've been working for that so i've actually i'm, I'm getting married in two years time and it's given me such a good chance to save money i've never yeah. saved this money. <laughs> me neither I'm you know, days about football in the pub 
that's what I spent my money on. Misses is buzzing. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. It's also like you know, obviously traveling to London every day. Or I did, and now you don't. It's just like you don't realize how much money. It, you yeah. spend, you waste, not so waste. You spend, uh, you know, commuting, and you know, you get even if you go to like Sainsbury's for lunch or whatever. You know, it's, it adds all up, yeah, and you know, you look, it's it's the way it should be, and hopefully, it means that people will be a bit more relaxed about getting into the offices and stuff as well now, which is yeah. quite nice. Um, and obviously, you know, we are getting there. I think slowly but surely, baby steps. Um, and you're right. I mean, it's like it's. I mean, I, I've been very fortunate. Yeah, I've I've worked throughout, and it's um, and it's it's, it's I quite enjoyed it really, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> because like you know, like the pressure when it comes to weekend, and you know, we got to go out, we got to go out, we will do something, and it's like no, you couldn't do any of that. So it was like it was quite nice. And then now football football was back. I was like, I can't go out. Sorry, I've got football. You know, so it was so it was quite nice. But um, are you were you a crowd noise on or a crowd noise off type person? I started crowd noise off because I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. I, couldn't, I couldn't take it. It yeah. was just a bit eerie. I didn't like it, so I had to switch on the old feeding noises. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does make me laugh. Someone someone posted on Insta the other day, like the one of the boxes they use. Uh, like like sort of like a sound box. It's got all like every team's got their own sound box. Right. So it's like oh, you got all the West Ham chants and stuff and and uh, things like that. And I was, I'd love that job. Wouldn't you just like you know if it's your last day at work and you're oh, you know it's, you know when Chelsea were playing, you put like putting blue flag on or whatever. Yeah. yeah just just uh, yeah, big fat Frank and all that. Just just record your own sound box. But uh, yeah, it's it's weird, isn't it? But you know, we'll, at least we'll have it for the first few games at least. Back at the old, back back at the new season, I reckon. But they reckon so, in it. But that obviously depends on the you know, second spike not happening. Obviously, Spain's had one in it, so we'll see how it is. But as long as as long as West Ham's still playing and you know still playing well, I think you know any it's fans will be better. Yeah, that's the thing. It has it makes a huge it makes a huge difference. You know, when I I just thought it was more obviously it is financial. It was financial while they did it, but. You're right. They're sort of just it's something different to talk about, isn't it? Than than the bloody mm, virus. It, it was yeah. like I had to turn the news off before. It's just constant. Yeah, yeah. It was. There's no nothing. Something else to moan about. Also, no. yeah, and, and also, I mean, there's no, there's nothing new on the telly, is there? Because, <laughs> like, you know, it's like i don't even mind a bit of eastenders you know or something like new rather than repeats of eastenders or holly oaks or whatever and well, west ham's a bit like eastenders isn't it <laughs> it is it's like it's a soap opera drama at west ham, actually. yeah it, it was always something going on that's why i love them because it's always we're not a boring club are we you know we're not like a a but oh yeah, as i say bernie they're losing their manager you know the manager's gonna probably leave but you know we're not like a I can't say a Crystal Palace or something. It's just boring, you know, just like nothing happens. I wouldn't mind it. You know, we all moaned about the Allardyce years saying, oh, it's just boring. And, and, you know, oh, you know, poor, I mean, God forbid Allardyce getting us safe within, you know, by March or whatever. Oh, perish the thought, you know, but uh, yeah, no, it'd be nice. I wouldn't mind a couple of them sort of. 11th 12th place finishes i think now never good cut run there's everyone at once but um but anyway jack in in terms of what we do obviously you're you know west ham fan the first question i always ask everyone who comes on the channel is why <laughs> why west ham why is west ham your club what's I your story <laughs> yeah 
Well, my mum and dad are from Leytonstone, so um, it's only going to be West Ham for them. N- not Leighton so, Orient? Yeah. Huh? Why not Orient? Well, I don't know. <laughs> it's closer. Yeah, go okay. yeah, Fair enough. Um, no, um, they've, they've been West Ham. They're, they're proper, you know, they're proper supporters. Um, always have been. And five-year-old me had the choice to support West Ham or find somewhere else to live. So... <laughs> There you go. It's so, yeah. So when you moved out, no, joking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then from then on, that was it. You were hooked. That was it. It just got yeah, into your. You just can't get off. You can't, can't you? And it's so true. They do. They do. They just and before you know it, you know, I was talking to one bloke, and he's like, "Yeah, I can't remember how I started supporting West Ham, but then I blinked, and then I was a season ticket holder for twenty-five years, and it's like." Where did that happen? It was like weird, like back to the future type moment. And it's yeah. and it's true. It's just gets in there all your, without you knowing it, as you said, you know, you're getting married in a couple of years time. There'll be some West Ham things in your, you know, you, you'll just. I'm trying. I'm trying my best to try and sneak yeah. stuff in. I did. <laughs> I did. I, I got, um, I got the, uh, I got the color. I got the, um, the color code. I got the, the, you know, the color scheme. Yeah, That's yeah. what I got. I was like, okay, you can do whatever you want. Whatever you want. I just want to pick. I just want to. I just want to pick the colour scheme. And then what? what and I then my. I've managed to get um, instead of confetti. I've managed to get bubbles. So. See, that's nice. But then that's that's environmentally that. that's environmentally friendly as well. So it's you know you go, it's yeah. not just not just for West Ham. But yeah, I did that. I managed to get the uh, colour scheme. You do whatever you want, but I just want the colour scheme. And she just looked at me and went, "Claret and blue." And I was like. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, of course. But it ended up being more claret and cream, to be honest. But we, you know, I managed to get little things in there. So you know, like uh, our our first da- not our first dance, but our walk on was the D Martin version of Bubbles, oh, yeah, and just yeah, yeah just li- just little things without knowing. And then by the end, it was like clearly a West Ham. You know, like we we didn't do favors, so we did. Uh, I got everyone. Um, the Bobby Moore pin badges and donated loads to the Moro. Yeah. You know those type of things and all the kid, all the all the groomsmen and stuff. They all had West Ham shirts as gifts, and I presented them as if they were just signed for the club. You know that type, <laughs> including my wife, who wasn't particularly happy about having a Mrs. Budden one on the back shirt. I think she was hoping for diamonds, not uh, not diamante. Hey, look at that! Get coming up already. <laughs> diamonds, not diamantes. Um, so yeah, no, it's uh, it just gets into your skin, doesn't it? And as you said, the people you hang around with your mates the guys you communicate with on twitter and things like that it's yeah. all part of this sort of west ham weird it, like your life, it? it does it's part of this oh, weird weird sort of family around the football uh, it sounds sad to people that don't like football but it's you know base holidays around it <laughs> it's true isn't it? you do i mean so you look so it's, you know you work and you might get a, you know i think dropping your calendar for like a five o'clock five thirty meeting on a Wednesday night and you've got, you've got 12, got 7.45 kickoff. So can we move it to lunchtime on, on Thursday? You know, you do, don't you? Uh, it's, it's really funny. And it's like weekend. Yeah. Holidays are the worst. I get really paranoid when it comes to holiday, particularly now because everything's been moved back a little bit in it. And yeah. so, you know, my, oh, let's go away for October half term. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh shit. You know, they're in full well, we are playing Tottenham. That no, we no, always no. end up playing Tottenham when I miss them. <laughs> always. It's like, Oh, I hate it. But, uh, yeah, no. Me all once I missed it. Oh. Gutted in the you know the cup one when it all kicked off. I was flying home that day. So, oh, gutted to miss that one, but yeah. Oh, Although, I what was the one I missed? I missed the um, Mac was it the 8 0 against Macclesfield Town 
yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. I missed, I missed that one. I, couldn't, but I was kind of flying back from conference. And obviously you had your phone off and it was literally almost and the, the the duration of the flight. It was only like Burton, like Munich, whatever. I literally got off the flight, oh, switched my phone on and I got 8-0. Oh my God. <laughs> it's like, what's going on? Can't believe it. Can't believe it. But obviously since then, Jack, you know, obviously since you've been, you know, since five you were hoodwinked into becoming a West Ham fan um, or bribes or whatever, um, you must have had like some, you know, some really like... Some highlights, some really like fond memories of you of being a West Ham fan. Not many, I'd probably admit, but know, every, uh, there's one good time for every like twenty bad times, isn't there for West Ham? It and really that's is. what we and that's what we live for. Those one times. Yeah, it makes so, a better time, better, exactly, it does. We, I mean, you know, uh, Liverpool. Yeah, what you know, yeah, Man City do want. You know, it's like, but I want us. You know, once a season to beat Tottenham home and away. Done. Nice crap round. Nice cut run. I think that's what everyone wants. I hope this year, that this next season, you want to be like, I don't know, 25 points, maybe 30 points by sort of January would be yeah. lovely. And then you could just concentrate and have a cut run and see the league. A bit like we did in 2006, you know, we did that. We were doing well. I mean, sort of our league form sort of piddled out as we went for the thing. But, yeah. um, I mean, for you, man, you know, any, any sort of key, any sort of memories that stand out for you or... Or events. You know I think everyone will say the last game of the bowling, but yeah. I don't want to be the same as everyone else. So I'll, I'll say the Ipswich playoff semi final in 2004. Yeah. That was unbelievable that night. The, the stadium was shaking, like quite yeah. literally. It was an unbelievable atmosphere. And I don't think I've seen anything like that since. No. I think that's that's probably the best atmosphere I've been in. It's sort of the... You're right. It's like the benchmark that people talk about, isn't it? Yeah, the atmosphere was good. It wasn't good. It wasn't good as Ipswich in the playoffs. Well, Ipswich good. It was good. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know what you mean. And it's, it's. And it, I remember. I love that. I love. I remember that one so much because you had a, what's his face? Old, old Christian Daly. Yeah, he, he got oh, it in the old Crandall's, uh, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> but then he did his. He did his like you know going. He did his like Churchwellian speech on the pitch. I remember afterwards, you know, like we're fighting them on the beaches and. <laughs> and then that was yeah, we had a we, it was our, that was part of our you know our three match trilogy to uh, what's then wasn't it to to Cardiff you know we went there three years in a row weren't it? I love Cardiff. I thought Cardiff was a good place to to have a, a game like that. It was a bit old school. Do you know it what I mean? Did. It was like such a I don't know. The stadium looks so out of place in that city. Yes, <laughs> very strange. It's a bit like Wembley, isn't it? It's actually a bit like London Stadium as well. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's it's there's it's almost like a neutral area around the around the stadium, yeah. whether it's Wembley, Wembley Way's just there's nothing there. You know, there's no pubs. You go to Liverpool Street, don't you? Never meet Liverpool Street and get to Stratford and then yeah. go to Wembley. But um, but Cardiff, it was just plonked in the middle of Cardiff, and I loved it. I just thought it was like atmosphere. I, I really thought it was a really good place to, you know. Just memory. I just see, remember seeing so many. Was, I knew we were going to lose that one, the Palace one. We were oh. running late. We missed the first like five minutes. So the day was going bad. So I knew what was coming. <laughs> you knew so, it was coming. Yes, yes. Second year was a lot better. I, that Palace game, still, I still have nightmares about that Palace game just because. I can still see like a sea of yellow because they were in their yellow shirts that day, weren't yeah, they? I remember yeah. a sea of yellow shirts the other end, bumping to glad all over, and so much so I never, I've never played it since any 
gig no. I've done. Even people selected it. I'm, I'm sorry, the CD's broke. <laughs> yeah, if you didn't on Spotify, don't matter. Don't matter, it's broke. Um, yeah, oh, that was Neil Shipley. Oh, God dear. But yeah, no, it's a, it was a, it was a, it was a hard time for us. But uh, yeah, it's the second time's a lot better. But um, yeah. yeah, but the Ipswich was yeah. I just remember that. I just remember that was just fantastic. It was as you said, so oh, much. I just don't know why. Just you know, just start. You know, it was just the, the crowd would just well up for it. You know, night but night. You know, sort of knew we were going to do it. Yeah, in a way, you knew we were going to find them two goals. Yeah, it's a shame we didn't go out that year, really. But we talk about it as if it mattered. It didn't really, did it? <laughs> didn't get us anywhere. But nah. we knew that was going to. But it's a typical West Ham thing, isn't it? It's like you know, when when the chips are down, we we do tend to have a go you know what i mean like we've done this season that's exactly what we've done this season yeah. there no chips were down and no 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 and to be fair we you know that newcastle game we should have won um and we you know we could have easily had the last couple of games with our feet feet up mm-hmm. and you know but you know i mean we, we were like the wrecking ball of the premier league as i said we we relegated norwich um nigel pearson got the sack because after you play, I think it was another manager who got the sack after they, after we'd played them this season, and beaten them. Um, almost buggered up Man United's Champions League spot, and almost relegated yeah, Villa. I think we would have been a team. Weirdly, oh, I, I, I exactly. I mean, I ended up going on the old um, ING United watch along. Bless Del, I didn't check my check the messages, but he sent me a text. So I came on the second half, and um, he just said, "How would you sum up, yeah, West Ham's performance against United?" Answer it like comfortable. We didn't seem by about ten yeah. minutes. We just seemed comfortable. I did. Yeah. I did a Man United fan podcast like the day, like in the, in the morning before, and I just said, "Look, you're not going to beat us. We're going to draw because it's Man United, and you always bugger yeah. up against Man United yeah. against West Ham." And um, yeah, well, hopefully we'll see what happens next year. It all, it all depends who who ends up turning up for us in that first game of the season, isn't it? I think. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. I think this this summer because I don't think I think Chelsea have spent. I think Chelsea have spent all their money. Do you know what mm. I mean? I think I spent all their money now. Hopefully, and, that's but, not enough for us then. Hopefully, I, that's what I'm hoping for. That's what I'm hoping yeah. for. They've spent all their money because you know you got to think they bought, bought Werner in. They're going to buy um, uh, the other the other German Kai. Kovacic, mm, yeah, yeah. and they've got and they've got the guy from Ajax. They bought him already, Zigic, yeah, Zigic, yeah. Zigic. Um and they look look like they wanted to get a replacement for Kepa. And mm. so, you know, would they prioritise another midfielder, or or maybe they'd play him centre back? I don't know, but you wouldn't think so. And and when he came out after we won the Hammer of the Year, that like you know, there's like a bloke who's packed his bags. Um, mm. And not just yet, not just yet no. <laughs> but he's not one of those type of people I, I think who who will um, throw his toys out if we turn down no. a, an offer. Because I think no. he's like he gets it. But I'd love him to just do something different. You know, everyone. You know, you see all these you sort of young British players, particularly, will play a season, eighteen months, two seasons with a lower lower side, which we are, um, mm. and then go to a big club and get ruined or just yeah. end up as one of five midfielders, you know, like, you know, or, or, like Ross Barkley. exactly, no. exactly. And before that, Scott no. Parker and people like that, you yeah. know, um, he could be a huge fish in a small pond if he stayed at West Ham mm-hmm. and he would have, 
the key to London Stadium. You know, and I would. I'd literally give him everything. You know, give him the captaincy. If he wants another 50 oh, yeah, grand a week, sorry. give him another 15 yeah. grand a week, you know, and um, he's just that build. Good. He is that good. And I just think he, he's what he has, which I don't think anyone else of his age has got his leadership. And you don't get that. You don't try, you can't coach a leader like, no. like a, I know I don't like it, like a John Terry. He's like John Terry in terms of the mm. way you can. People listen, you know, like God, like, you know, I don't know, like, uh, like Snodgrass or someone like that would listen to him when he's giving them advice. You know, he's mm. only done, I mean, he's done was it, 99 Premier League games and, and people, Diop and yeah. Balbuena, they listen to him when he talks and, um, no, I am. Um, I hope. Anyway, we judge, we we we're waffling on as I always do with these things. Let let's let's do about these hammers eleven. So, what we do is, as I said, is and you've seen a few already. I know. So we basically everyone I get on player fan whatever they have to pick apart from Harry Redknapp who didn't manage to do it and Ian Bishop. Um, <laughs> but then I let Bish because Bish is just like, like a legend and and Harry just went off on a tangent. Um, is to pick their 11 so um it and the only rule is you have to be alive to have seen them play otherwise every 11 would be the same we do have bobby moore and brooking and bonds but i wasn't around you wasn't around to see either any of them play so that makes that's why i put that sort of caveat in but apart from that you can do whatever you want you can pick your favorite players your worst players it only plays with a french whatever it doesn't yeah. really matter jack man yeah cool. it's totally up to you so We'll start off in goal, and then you can just crack on as you want to go. Yep. All right, so who's going to be in goal for the Jack 11? All right. Um, I very nearly picked this lot. Very nearly, but I'll give it to love Rob him. Green in the end. I went to I Rob Shaq. Green. Um, Greeno. You know, I, I think purely because there's two moments just stick out to me. Um, that Arsenal away game in 2007. Yeah. I think he made something like 11 saves, something ridiculous, and won us that game. Yeah, um, and then there was we played Tottenham at home. Uh, it was one all. It was the last minute. Defoe had a penalty, and we we're all like, "Here we go!" And he saved it. And it, it was a draw, but it felt like a win. Yeah, you know, coming away from that game. So them two moments stick out to me. And that's why I've, I've picked Green. I think England number six. <laughs> he's brilliant in it. Yeah, England number six. So I mean, I, I think again, he's he's the type of player that uh, you know West Ham fans loved because. He just had this natural, and I mean, goalkeepers always do have a really good rapport with the fans, just because mm. they clap. They're yes, they're basically in front of them for forty-five minutes, yeah, aren't they? Each probably. game, and um, yeah, he just had this sort of, and he does it now. I mean, he doesn't take himself too seriously, and I don't think you can do if you're a professional football player. And he was just a character. And talking mm. to someone like I did, um, I interviewed, I interviewed uh, Jack the other day, Jack Jack Collison. He was saying how. He loved Robert Green just because he was such a character and so unusual. He'd sit there and just look at him because he'd be there like reading the Financial Times or reading a book where everyone else is playing cards or, you know, or, you know, on Twitter or whatever. It was, yeah, no, I love him. I love him. (laughs) Number six. Right. Okay. Okay. Green is in. Jack, you go through your team as you want to, man. Yeah. um, I'm going to put Cresswell left back. Yeah. Um, Cresswell of like maybe a few years ago, I'd say. <laughs> um, you know, it's easy to forget how good he was because yeah. of what he's recently been like. I mean, he, since his injury he hasn't been the same, but those first couple of years, I think he won Hammer of the Year, didn't he, in his first year? I, th- I think so, yeah, I'm pretty sure yeah, he did. Sure he did. Yeah, yeah. 
he was brilliant. He's one of the best left backs in the country then. Um, yeah, for me, yeah, you, you've got to put him in. I think it's only three yeah. West Ham players that have played more Premier League games than him. Mental, isn't it, when you think about it? Think yeah. about that. He's, um, and you're right. I mean, when he came from, from Ipswich, he was exciting. You know, he was like, he was sort of like, it was all Ipswich's top boy, weren't he, really? Yeah. Um, and you're right, yeah. The Cresswell, sort of like, it's about FIFA in it. The prime, like, prime <laughs> version of Cresswell uh, was like the early, early years. And he sort of deteriorated yeah, some. But again, it's like injuries, isn't it? It's trouble. And, yeah, um, I think that's done him really. But yeah, I think you, you've got to be. It's very important to remember what he has done for us. I think rather yeah. than, he gets a lot of stick now. He does. Um, I do feel sorry for him, but yeah, yeah, yeah he's, he's past his best now. But I think, him, I think you're right. And I think with the fact that Johnson played left back against Villa was interesting. Was interesting. Was I very think good, wasn't he? he's very good, but I he think that very could. Good. I think that could be a sign of things to come. I think so. I think so. I think because it's easier to get. There's a lot of right backs out there you could get. Yeah. Like, like, there's a guy from River Plate we were after, the Argentinian bloke. And, Sorry, yeah, 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 I mean, Fredericks is all right. I don't rate him, but he's all right. Um, and He's a six out of ten, isn't he, Fredericks? Yeah. And, I but I think, uh, yeah, I think I could see Johnson potentially nailing that place down. Although you have always got the issue of he's not it's not his preferred position yeah yeah um, i mean i just say when cresswell does go i i we remember the good cresswell yeah not the recent one i, I hope yeah. so yeah. deserves it i think no i agree definitely all right aaron's in who's next mate right back has to be tom's raptor be yeah, tom um what a character um, absolutely brilliant I just don't know what to say about it. He's a nutcase, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, he is. He's a nutcase, but he was our nut, nutcase, wasn't That's he, right, really? Yeah. I mean, me and my brother used to see to get there, and every time someone would have a nip at Repcar, we'd start a countdown. 30 seconds and he'd be up, and you'll, you'll get them back. Yeah. I think we played Preston one day, and Brian O'Neill got him, and he's, he's jumped up. He's run 10 yards, they'd bite him. <laughs> he was just a lunatic. But we like them, Sam, don't we? We, we like do, them. we do, we do, we and and that's why I quite like the current boys because it's that and and, and it, it seems weird, but since restart, we've definitely got a bit nastier, mm -hmm. and Probably. it's definitely it's definitely Kevin Nolan's doing. Yeah, we, you know, in that right. box, you, obviously the cameras, obviously even more so because we can see the camera. You know that you can see we're always like digging the elbows in and backing up a bit more we never really used to do that um and i'm pretty sure that's nolan's influence because that's what kev used to do all the time you see it kind of corners someone's on the goalkeeper now just like he yeah yeah exactly and uh yeah and i think a bit more needle and we seem to be a bit and you're right thomas replica was like maybe he was like dialed to like 11 of what we need we need like a six rather than 11 yeah. but it's nice to have occasionally have an 11 you know just because you know if it's all going to kick off. off twice, didn't he, in his first three games? Yeah. And he loved the club. You know, he cried his eyes out that last game yeah. of the season, the last Big game he played for us. And then he cried his eyes out that day. Yeah. And, uh, it's a shame no, he never no. got that goal for us. Yeah. Anything. And obviously, since. Close, in the playoff final, I think. Is it a playoff Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he almost playoff. scored. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been. Oh, that would have been, been awesome, wouldn't it? Yeah. And then obviously, since. 
since retiring from football, he's become an even more legend because, you know, he's always in prison or he's got nits <laughs> for blackmailing a Playboy yeah, model. He hasn't. Or... Down, has he? He hasn't. He hasn't. <laughs> I'd, lo- I'd love to get him on. <laughs> One day I will get Thomas Repka on this show. <laughs> I don't know how, but I will because I think he'd be brilliant. He has some great stories to tell. But, uh, yeah, Tommy Repka's in. Who's next yeah. then, Jack? Uh, I'll, I'll put Rio Fernandez in the back. Yeah. Um, Purely because he was the first player I'd in the back of my shirt. Really? Yeah. Who's the, who's the last player? Who's the last player? Do you know what? I, I don't like grown men having footballers on their shirts, but I have Payet. I've got to admit, I've put Payet yeah. on. Fair enough. <laughs> I couldn't have anyway, uh, back, back to Rio. Back to Rio. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to Payet. <laughs> I imagine we would do, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, Rio, I mean, I think what I liked about him... Um, Sometimes you see these players that leave West Ham and they, they might not say the nicest things about us, but Rio has always been really respectful about West Ham. Yeah. When you see been. him talk about us, he does, he does speak really highly of us and it goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what a player and all. What a player oh. you become. I thought like, we didn't get the best years, but yeah, what a player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is. He's just one of those, and he's just like. I've said before on the channel, it's like when you have players like Rio, you know, when players leave, they sort of go out, you know, like, like I don't know, like Kiate or, or Payet or people like that. Mm-hmm. You sort of like, you forget they played for West Ham in a way. But with Rio, I still see him as a West Ham boy, even when yeah. he was like Man United, West Ham's Rio Fert. You still, you just imagined yeah. he had like a West Ham like shirt underneath his Man United shirt and he would just, yeah. yeah right. I, I love that. Every love good thing he's done is, oh, I learned that at West Ham. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Go on, then. Yeah, Rio's in. Who's next, man? Right. I'll put him next to Ginge. Yes. Uh, what a servant for the club. Um, no nonsense, really. Proper centre back, old yeah. school. You don't get too many of them. Uh, you know, put him with Rio Ferdinand. You've got your ball playing. You've got your no nonsense. That's a good. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. I, I just love, I love Ginge. Uh, yeah. He's got such a passion for a club. For someone that's not even from around here, he's, you'd think that he was. I mean, he's, he's been at the games, hasn't he, with his son? Yeah. He, he's, he's got William involved. He loves it. We, oh, he does. It, yeah, I respect that when, when players... Uh, but also, I think, uh, even more so, when he left and came back. Do you know what I mean? I don't really remember him much when he was the first spell. No. Maybe because, but you know what I mean? He's like, I remember being solid, but I always remembered, and I always remembered that someone told me that we we did the deal for the two of them because they wanted yeah. Collins, and Gabadon was almost like the added one on top, but we really wanted Collins, that's who he wanted. Um, someone may put in the comments, so I'm completely different, but that's what I thought when they, someone told me that once. And um, I think when he came back for the second time, he seemed, because he was like, he'd been away, and he, he came back as like the veteran centre-back, he became more West Ham. Did that make sense? Do you know what I mean? It just seems... Yeah. Got a skinhead underneath it. We love a skinhead, but yeah. I remember, I remember Adam Ferdinand and Danny Gabadon was the back two. That's that's what I remember yeah. from his past in. So, yeah, second time round, he was a lot more involved, I think. No. Yeah, he, he just seemed to put his body on the line a lot more. Uh, maybe it's just because, maybe just because you know, he was part of a a team. Maybe when he came back, maybe he didn't try as much, and his efforts showed even more. I don't know, but for me, 
you know, we just we all it's all everything's in hindsight. But for me, I remember that second period a lot fonder than I remember the first period. Um, I didn't remember much of him to be honest. And as you said, I think maybe because he was third choice, maybe. But um, yeah, no worries. Ginge is in. Um, Who's next, man? Cool. Quiet's next, isn't he? Yeah. Quiet. Um, I think I was in love with him for a bit. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> I was obsessed with the game, though. He was, oh, he was unbelievable, wasn't it? It's a shame how it, how it ended, but probably the most technically gifted player we've had for years. Um, oh, without a doubt. I'd be pushed to say he's even better than Decanio. I think he is. Statement, but I think he is. I, I, I think it. I, I think. I think you have different different genres of player, and I think mm-hmm. he was. And I've said this before. I think he is technically the best player to play at West Ham. I don't. Yeah. He's the best overall player because I think PDC has it. Because I think he's a, he's an entertainer as well. He had because yeah, you've got to have no, like yeah. you know. It, I mean, I wouldn't see. I wouldn't see Pyatt rolling on the floor going like this, send me off, take me off, <laughs> take me, you know, that Italian flair. Oh, he was quite French. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's quite French and sullen and, you know, just at, just like, be like, you know, nonchalant, you know, someone tried to tackle him. Mm. But, but, um, they kind of had that extra, extra sort of bit. Yeah. But, but I mean, yeah, he was, he was just, bri- oh, and just like the little dinks and stuff and the tricks. And, yeah, I, mean, I remember the Alice goal was, I mean, the Man United one was good, but the Palace one I've not, not since or before seen anything like that goal. No, it's just it was just bizarre, wasn't it? It was so bizarre. And Blackburn, I remember yeah, Blackburn away. And yeah, he spun the game oh. on the halfway line. Oh, what a goal. And he what weren't and he was. weren't quick. He weren't quick at all. No, not really. You know, he was, and he was a podgy little bloke. I can't speak, but he was a podgy little bloke, really. Even more podgier now since he's gone back. And you know, he was he was no one had heard of him until he mm. came to West Ham. You know, yeah, outside of France. Was no, nothing at all. Absolute bargain. And we sold him for yeah. like twenty five or whatever it was, which was ridiculous. But um but you're right. No, no one heard of him. No one heard of him. We came and we put him on the map, and um, and it was just it was he was it was a pleasure to watch him. You know, there's, there's certain players you could sit there and just watch and be and and he was on those players, and you you excited because yeah. you. Didn't... So, I mean, even if he had a bad game, it, it'd still prop up with an assist or a goal, and like exactly, the there'd be a turn or something like that, and yeah. you'd, you'd go home happy, wouldn't you? You'd you know, you'd send the phone the fans home happy, but no, he's a great player. Yeah, I loved him. Okay, who's your next? Who's your next right. player then? Right wing, Trevor Sinclair. Right wing. Oh, good old tricky Trevor. Another one from like my early childhood because I sort of got yeah. into it like late nineties. Is sort of my yeah the start of my misery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Trevor Sinclair. He never seemed to score a lucky like a bad goal. Nah. Every one of his goals just sticks out. I think there was there was the volley against Charlton. Um. The Derby one, the scissor kick, that was just incredible goals. And I, I seem to remember the year we went down to go to three. I remember he was the one that was he was really fighting. I think he got about eight goals for us that year from midfield. Um mm. yeah, I just remember him yeah, and again he's another one that talks well about West Ham there. He can it still does. so um yeah, he goes in, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And Pretty he was true. a sim and he was a similar, you know, it's P fair QPR, he daddy's bit of fame with his 
you know, bicycle kicks and stuff. And then he was on the down. He wasn't like we got him. I said, we got was it Dowie and Keith Rowland and a couple of million. Yeah, absolute like Harry at his best. But um, again, we resurrected his career and he got into England squad and the World Cup. Exactly. And then buggered off to Man City and, and did well there. But no, yeah, I, I, I love Trevor Sinclair. He was in my team. I think he was brilliant. To be honest, there's quite a few similar players, but um, yeah, I'd, it's, it's all about it's all about generation. And yeah, as I said, yeah, I yeah. and and they do say your teenage years is when you is the type of music you like to listen to, and I think it's true with footballers as well. So sort of when you when you're a teenager, fifteen ish, you know the players yeah. you watch there well, are, are still your favourite players now. And I, I yeah. think that, yeah, same absolutely. as movies and everything. It's so true. Um, I've just it's this epiphany that someone started, told me about. I was like, oh my God, that is just so true. It's so true. Because all my, looking back at all my favourite players, they're all from when, probably from the age of like 15. Yeah. Um, and and just that era was just mental. Right, yeah. yeah. All right, Trev's in. Tricky Trev. Um, yeah, um, who's in the middle? Noble's going to centre mid. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm 30 now. Um, so you could say my memories probably last about 22 years maybe for West Ham. Yeah. And Noble's yeah. been there. 16 of them years. That's mental, isn't it? So, Arrow could not put him in. I, I, plus, my missus would kill me if I don't put him in. She hates football, but she loves my label. Yeah. Well, he's, he's, uh, he's, he's like like half of your year, half of your life he's been playing for West Ham. Yeah, he's crazy. 500 games for us is unbelievable. It's mental, don't get yeah. that anymore. You just don't get it anymore. And, no. Yeah. We like our local boys, don't we, as well? Yeah. Um, and he's just, yeah, he's just brilliant. It's just brilliant, and you know, yeah, he's a good. He seems like a good bloke and all. No, yeah, he does seem yeah. like a good bloke. We've been uh, like listening to like people. People obviously talk to me and stuff, and the stuff he does off the pitch, no one really knows about. It's some charity stuff, which you know I was yeah. privy to this morning, so I think actually, but it's like why does anyone not know about this but it, he doesn't tell anyone because he doesn't need to tell anyone um because he does it for himself he does it for his community where he used to live and things like that and um and he's brilliant and um yeah 500 grade as i said for one club is just mental um you know he's top 10 all-time appearances for west ham yeah yeah um he has to go and in, he? he has to go in you know and i think you know next year he knows it's going to be a reduce every year he less and less games for the club yeah. and um yeah definitely next year i would straight I, I, i'll do it tomorrow i'd give mark your still club captain deck your team captain because you're going to start every game like you have this year one of only four players ever to have played every game in the premier league every minute of every game mm-hmm. which is yeah. absolutely nuts and i don't think it's, people have made enough of that um because mm-hmm. that is a huge achievement for them oh, yeah. um yeah. Considering and no not injuries, players, do that, do they? <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Yeah. I mean, someone will. Someone will say in the comment when the West Ham player last did that. But uh, yeah. to play every league game, or every minute of every league game. But mm. um, yeah, no, it's mental. But yeah, Mark, I just, I just think if he's a player, he's a person. Once he retires, you do not let leave the London Stadium. Mm. He stays there like a dog on a five five meter leash. <laughs> And yeah. you can take him to Chaddle Heath and to Rush Green and nowhere else, you know, because I think he's he's got so much to give. And I just think we don't want to lose that because that's that's West. He's, he's our, as you said, he's our Billy Bonds, really, isn't he? Yeah, it's like, yeah he's the Billy Bonds for our generation, isn't he? Exactly, so, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah marks him. Okay, who's, who's he going to partner in that centre? Um, I don't know. 
I nearly dropped him out because he went to Tottenham. And he's a bit tainted because of it. But Scott Parker, I think that's yeah. the guy. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, he was there for four years and he won a hammer a year three times. Yeah. That, that says it all, you know. Um, it does. He won it three times in a row. Like, the only player to do that is Trevor Brookin. Yeah. Uh, and the old Parker pillarette on the halfway line. It, you see it in Noble now, I think. You sort you of see Parker. I think he made Noble a better player when he played with him. I totally and, uh, agree. Yeah, he, he was such a great player. And he's another one that give everything for the cause oh. part. He would he would crawl off that pitch. He mm. would you'd see him crawl off that pitch, um, and and it's like you do see these sort of circle of life things. You see sort of definitely Scott, Mark learning a lot from Scott, and Dex yeah. learning a lot from Mark. And it's almost like yeah. and and he's passing down that twirl. So it's yeah. like Scott Park used to that little three sixty. Mark does it, and I noticed the other yeah. day Dex did it, and I was like. Yeah. Oh, is that too much a coincidence? But you know, it's like you know, rites of passage. You can do the Parker, the Parker twelve. But yeah, no, I loved him. He was great. Um, yeah, great. And just you know, just just because he went to another club, he wasn't our best friends. But just because he went to another club, we were going down anyway. He still played that game the yeah. Tuesday before he, he left. Go, he? he was yeah, to, to get an England team. It's been nine years, so I've nearly forgiven him. Forgiven well, him enough like, to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you have. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean. It's weird, isn't it? I mean, people don't have the same dis- disdain for Michael Carrick that they do for Scott Parker. No, no. And they both do exactly the same fucking thing. Um, and if anything, Scott actually played a couple... You know, I mean, okay, Carrick played a season in the Championship, fair play. Yeah. But then in that summer, he was like, right, I'm off. And it was fair enough. Yeah. Scott did almost exactly the same thing. And he actually, I remember he went... I think he went on the Wednesday or Thursday. He played the Tuesday, Watford away or something like that as well. Yeah, we can yeah, or something right, like that. Yeah. And um, you know, I just thought he was. It, it, it's tarnished his his modern legacy, legend state. Like, yeah, legacy yeah. exactly. And it shouldn't have happened. And it, and it should be reinstated. And it's a shame. Any, anywhere else you went, and it wouldn't be like that. Oh, you could have gone to any other club. <laughs> yeah, any other club, and he'd be revered, isn't it? It's really yeah, no, he still goes in because yeah, too yeah. right. Too right. I nearly, nearly got Hayden Mullins in. Now. Do you know Hayden Mullins? Do you know Hayden Mullins? Yes, and and there's certain players who don't. It's quite funny. It's quite interesting. There's certain players who don't get picked by fans, but always get picked by the players. Hayden yeah. Mullins is the modern day version of that person. Um, Peter Butler was around the Martin Allen, John Monk. They all put butts in. And they all put Mullins in, and they're both very similar players. Dogged. Um, yeah. I mean, I think I interviewed like Luke Chadwick. He put Mullins at right back just to get him in the team. Um, you know what I mean? It's like they loved him so much, and yeah. um, it's it's it's, it's, it's inter- yeah. Well, that's, he does all the did all the all the donkey work, really, didn't they? Like he yeah. does all the. And obviously, when he when he get, like him and oh, what was his name? Louis Garcia had a fight in that game before the Liverpool mm-hmm. game. Yeah before the cut they both got sent off it was more of a loss for us losing Mullins than it was losing Garcia yeah, for them yeah. but um, we would have won I think if if he was playing uh, okay right uh, up front who are we going to have man yeah Decanio right yeah. up top obviously uh, yes. another big character you, you can see the female I like my characters yes uh, uh, I think we football fans like these players that come from abroad and they just seem to get the club straight away. 
Yep. That's yep. what he's done. He fits straight in and he's tattooed with West Ham and he's, you know, you see him over there singing bubbles. I don't know, everyone fell in love with him, didn't they? And he fell in yeah. love with West Ham. He uh, did. And some of the goals he scored, I think. You know, the Wimbledon one gets the, you know, that gets the appreciation. But of course people it does, yeah. that one against Arsenal. When he's spiky yeah. out and... With his shorts on backwards. <laughs> Watch it again. Someone pointed yeah. out to me. I think it was Baz or someone pointed out to me. I didn't believe him. And then it was all, he wore his shorts really? for the Arsenal game backwards because it, he would always play bad against Arsenal and he said it would bring him luck. And he'd do. When he did. When, when he made you know, the Premier League at the time's top top two uh, defensive uh, defenders and goalkeeper looked like an mm. absolute bunch of mugs. Oh. You see in the back of his seat, you see the West Ham logo on the back. <laughs> Love it. Nutter. Absolute nutter. Yeah, I, think, I remember when I was a kid, we used to act like, we stood outside Chadwell League waiting for the autographs. And, uh, you know, he was there, he signed everyone, done his photos. And as he was going, he's hanging out the window, blowing kisses, saying, I love you, I love you. Oh, I love him. <laughs> he's such Isn't a he? good bloke. Yeah. And, Just uh, a character. Yeah, the, Just the showmanship in that Bradford match, that 5-4. Yeah. You paid just to see him, wouldn't you? Yeah, he did, and that's why I prefer. That's why I prefer him as a player to Payet because Payet yeah, technically yeah. was better than Di Canio, I would say, because of the free kicks and stuff like that as well. But Di Canio had the passion, he had the fans on his side, he had that little bit of craziness that we all love about a player, mm-hmm. and he was an incredible football player as well. And once you've got all those, like, yes, yeah, seventy-five yeah, percent of your teams. Uh, well, again, it's a it's a generational a thing as well. Yeah. yeah. And, that, and that's a great thing because you then and also you get the, the older generation and, and there's players who I've never heard of who I now know of like Johnny Sissons mm-hmm. and John and um and Johnny Ayres and John Charles oh called John uh, John Charles and John Bond and 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 Roddy Boyce and all these players that I did not know existed yeah. really yeah. and the same the other side you know you you know you'd be sitting there and you'd be like yeah, someone might put a team together and they've got I don't know they've got as Di- Diamante or they got mm. uh. Louis Jimenez or you know these random players oh god I remember yeah 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 Razor and Rat yeah good Charlie good old Charlie Walsh yes good old Charlie Walsh Um, (laughs) but that's the great thing you know well we'll be sitting there chatting and a conversation we'll be talking about midfielders and someone might put Mark Vivian Foe in and then we start Mm -hmm. talking about Abdoulaye Faye and Papa Boopa Diop and all these players like oh oh my god and that's the great thing about this show because it just it gives those people who maybe were I don't know who what was it I was one the other day and it was a guy that I'd never heard of uh Gallagher he played he's played centre back and then he played in 82 83 season and I think it was Jeff Jeff um Jeff Brawler could put him in and um and so I had to go back and we had to, we were like doing live Wikipedia in, uh, giving him his, his sort of moment. Of, and that's what it's all about. Because like there's yeah, so many players yeah. and and we would check, we would swap our life to be in that position to as fans to play, oh, you know, and to play yeah. like even five minutes it's in a West Ham shit. Yeah. Oh, I don't even take five, to be honest. I don't yeah. even take a drink. <laughs> I do the drinks break. I don't even do a drinks break. You know what I mean? Oh dear. I hope oh, I can't stand the drinks breaks. I hate them. Um, it's weird, isn't it? It just always kills the momentum of the game. But it always mm. does well for us because then we play totally different after that minute. You know, it's it's weird. Um, it's good when you're under the cosh a bit. It is. It's, I sort of found myself saying the other day, right, get to the drink break. <laughs> the <laughs> get to that bit and then but then it all depends about when the ball gets in play. I think it was the... Um, oh, it was one game. I think it might have been... 
the Watford game or something like that. And we played, we had our second half drinks break about the 73rd minute because the ball didn't go out of play for like 10 yeah, minutes. I think minutes, it worked in our favour then because they come for us in that second half and then we got some drinks break and then it was it's going really up then, isn't it? comfortable after that yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah but it just it's just weird isn't it because you just got the ball it's just mm. but i don't think i checked the other day the clock doesn't stop so we only play 88 minutes of football because then there was like a minute added time but is that that minute for drinks or should it be two minutes oh, i don't know i don't know it's, well i don't think the drinks break i think that isn't it five substitutes gonna happen i don't think the drinks break is mm. gonna happen because they are fit enough no. um they they can play like a drink's probably great for anyone like sunday league you know it's like yeah, yeah drinks oh, yeah. break yeah yeah yes please, please. Cigarette break and all, <laughs> oh god yeah frag break a lot sausage roll break i love it all um right okay then who's this who's the last piece of the jack pie then who's this right. last Piece of the puzzle. I could have put Ashton or Tevez, but I can't in good faith leave Carlton Carter. No, good old Carlton. <laughs> I've never been so emotionally attached to a footballer as I am Carlton Carter. It's I weird, don't isn't know it? what it is about nah, I know what you mean. My whole family's like it and all, like Carlton Cole fan club. <laughs> I don't know, it's so weird. Like, we used to score a goal and I'd celebrate, realise it was Carlton Cole. then have a second celebration because <laughs> it's bizarre. Um, it's weird. I don't know what it is about him. Um, and do you know what? You're underappreciated as well. Oh, yeah. He's, um, yeah. The first player to be West Ham top scorer four years in a row since January. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No one knows that. No. <laughs> top stat age. And there was a stat about, a stat the other day about first, the last player to score. Oh, Martin's going to, ha- Martin's going to, uh, He's Martin Godlin is going to really annoy me because he told me the stat, and it was the first player. And Tony was the first player to score ten Premier League goals for West Ham since. And I thought it was Carlton Cole, but it was Ian Wright. But Carlton Cole did it before then with ten. Um, but uh, I, you're right. I just think he's underappreciated. Yeah, um, some people it's, piss out of him a bit. Of course uh, they do because he's Carlton know, Cole. Because you know. of his personality, I don't know what it is, but I can't tell you the amount of arguments I've heard down the pub. Backing up Carl Cole because he's he splits opinion a bit, doesn't he? Um, yeah. Some some fans loved him, some fans didn't want him in the team, but uh, I have backed him so much. <laughs> Great, there's so many arguments about him. But he's good uh, funny and he's good fun now and he, you know he's the stuff with the, the, the program yeah he's, exactly the program he does with, with chris going. yeah it's the podcast with chris and marlon yeah. and uh and even he, the inside iron like stuff mascot, in a way. <laughs> yeah he is i mean originally when we had the when we had the countdown um for some reason we put him to do to do the number one <laughs> And he was like, one. And he just like, bless him. He didn't know. He's, everyone's just like, shot a camera. Carlton, say one, one. It's like, he didn't work. So he put a fan in instead. But um, yeah, he's just become our sort of, he's like, he's a club ambassador and he's, yeah. he's part of the youth, you know, the, the coaching setup. And I just think he's just a good egg to have around. He's a lovely bloke. And my mates are going to hate me for putting him in because they're the ones I argue with. Well, that's, well, and that's, within five minutes, I'm pushing the cold and cold propaganda. <laughs> <laughs> and it's your team, Jack, so you can do whatever you want, man. That's the oh, thing. Yeah. They can come on themselves and, and put their 11 on, and then you can criticise them <laughs> afterwards. But, uh, no, Jack, man, it's been, it's been great chatting to you, man. Really yeah, appreciate it. Really, really. Yeah, it's absolutely absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. I can tell there's been a lot of thought that's gone into that. A lot of agonising decisions when it comes to <laughs> midfield and uh, particularly. So, cheers, midfield man. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> and obviously thanks everyone for watching you know like share subscribe you know pass pass the channel on to people make sure they're watching it as well particularly in this weird time now we don't have any football well any good football we've got the champions league and stuff but you know regardless of that um you know keep that west ham fix going keep that west ham family and community going um and for me and jack uh take care everyone stay safe come on you irons come on you irons that's it come on you irons you've got to do it it's like it's like a right passage isn't it it's like we yeah. we it's like we were i was talking to someone the other day about it and it's so funny um again go for another tangent but when you're walking down the road and someone's got like a pin badge on or a scarf or a shirt and you thought, oh, yes, oh, yes. and and that, but that's it. You don't say any more. You know what, mate? I was going to say, I was in Tenerife one year and I was walking down the road with my West Ham shirt and this geezer's like calling me over. I'm, like, I'm walking over and the missus goes, is that then? And I'm like, I haven't seen him in my life. I go over there and I end up sitting with him for two or three hours just talking about yeah. West Ham. It's so yeah. funny, do you know? It's, yeah. Do you know? And that's and that's something which I think I don't I don't see. And again, we might be biased because we see it, but I don't see Arsenal fans doing that. They always seem to be at everyone's throat. You know what I mean? But um, like you walk, I mean, we've we've been social distancing for years. We don't shake hands. We don't hug. We just do. Owens, Owens, come here, Owens, come here, Owens. That's it. We don't have to. That's there's no nothing else needs to be said. I mean, I always go in. I always literally when I'm on holiday. My wife and my daughter hate it because I literally every shirt is I just pack just yeah, just yeah. all the you West Ham shirts, yeah. one pair of shorts, all West Ham shirts, enough pants for the holiday, and off we go. And um, and people just yeah, they just come up to you and chat, but it might be I don't know, not even, and you'll end up chatting to someone who's lives five five doors down from you, yeah. um, in the middle yeah. of in the middle of a Barcelona on a yeah, cruiser. It happens. Yeah, I love it. I love it, and it's uh, and it's just it's just West Ham going up to you and going Aston Villa, no, <laughs> no West Ham, West Ham, <laughs> and then it might be like you know I don't know somewhere else, and it might and you will have it'll be like the one so like, like a guy in Mexico, ah, oh, Chicharito, yeah, 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 the amount of the the West Ham, I'm going to write a book one day about it. I think because like the amount of West Ham stories that you have, just being a West Ham fan and going to America and stuff is, I love it. I love it, and it's 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 um it's something which I appreciate a lot more since doing this channel of just how fanatic those American fans are, the Scandinavian ones, the Indian fans. They're all nutters, and I love it. And they and you know they there's no emotional, there's no geographical tie for them to be yeah. a West Ham fan. They just they just bat the wrong bloody horse, but you know they've stuck with it. You know that they haven't sort of been a glory hunter and flirted. But um, anyway, to finish off another tangent, of course. But anyway, uh, for me and Jack, take care, everyone. Stay safe. We see you again very very soon. See you later, everyone. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.